Welcome to week three of Christmas Playlist. If you haven't caught weeks one and two, uh, you can find them on our YouTube pages, St. Peter and the Core. We've unpacked two songs already, and on Christmas Eve, we'll have our final addition to our playlist. Uh, but before we get into today's song, which I already told you about, I want you to get, get you to be thinking about the week ahead. Like The odds are pretty good, if your home is like mine, that as you launch into Christmas week, you're hoping that it is both meaningful and memorable, right? You want it to be meaningful for you, for your kids, for your family. There's something about making memories that the holidays seem to bring, some things that never get forgotten, uh, that took place at that Christmas or this Christmas. And we want it to be meaningful. That's why we buy presents for the people that we love, something that they receive that acknowledges the important place they have in our hearts. And here's the thing about Christmas. Like, who doesn't want that? And it's kind of what the, the songs that you hear on the playlists on your radio, the movies that you see, whether uh, on TNT that are all familiar or, or maybe the Hallmark Channel, everyone wants to find meaning in their Christmas. They want it to be memorable. And, and I would actually tell you that in many ways, we have this romanticized idea about Christmas and the holidays that that if we get it just right, we do everything just perfect, if we, we have the most meaningful and memorable Christmas, our lives will be forever changed. Now, if you know someone like that in your life, or you've seen a movie like that before, you understand what happens sometimes when you, you hope that Christmas is everything, the be-all and end-all, and it doesn't turn out that way. i got a couple pictures to to maybe help you resonate with someone who wanted Christmas to be meaningful and memorable. My favorite movie of perhaps all time. At Christmas time, you can see it almost any time. Christmas Vacation, like Chevy Chase, in the, his main role as Clark Griswold, was all about making the most magical Christmas ever. From the perfect Christmas tree to the lights like no one else had ever had to to everyone gathering, the food coming together, the, the Christmas bonus surprise gift of the pool in the backyard. Like he had the best of intentions, but the magic didn't really happen. Like if you remember the, how it turned out at the end, he, he ends up taking a chainsaw, cutting down a tree in his yard, causing chaos for his neighbors and his family. The squirrel gets loose inside the house. Like disaster of all disasters. It was not magical, but it was definitely memorable. And a lot of Christmas music does the same thing. Like it paints this picture of if we do just the right things, have just the right hopes, that a season like this, Christmas itself, can bring meaning and magic to our lives like no other. Like just think of some of the songs and the phrases. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Have a holly jolly Christmas. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. You close your your eyes and you let your, your nose take in the aromas and, and the smells and the, the relationships and the snow on the ground will make this Christmas, this season of all seasons, to be life-changing for you and me, right? Like sometimes people look to the season of Christmas in a romanticized way to be magical. If you're filling in blanks, that's what I want you to think about today before we get into our hymn. I would argue that there's a lot of truth in this. People want Christmas to be magical. By definition, if you 
want to know what I'm talking about with magical, I'm not talking about a guy with a wand pulling a rabbit out of his hat. No, magical, by definition, is this. Something beautiful or delightful in such a way as to seem removed from everyday life. Something beautiful or delightful that allows us to be removed from everyday life. People are looking to Christmas to, to overcome their everyday life, to, to help put them in a place where there are, are good tidings, good feelings, emotions that will be game-changing in this season and beyond, right? Like if we get Christmas just right, if it's magical for the others in our life, from them getting the things that they want to the food on the table, something beautiful will take place that isn't normal in everyday life. And I want you to have that in mind as we get into our song for today. Because a lot of Christmas songs, even church ones, kind of romanticize the picture of the season. Like they try and almost transport us to a place that is magical, right? Like just think about the nativity scenes that you have in your house or had when you were growing up. Like how romanticized is the image that you have in your nativity scene? And Joseph standing calmly over his wife's shoulders, watching and with his head bowed down, Mary on her knees praying, and everything is, is so pretty and peaceful, and the baby is just there in the manger. Like, ladies, probably not the case when you had your children, right? And that's really what Silent Night has kind of become in a lot of people's minds. Like it's almost this magical song that puts us in the special place that allows us to be removed for just a, a few moments, maybe on Christmas Eve or beyond. Like I can turn down the lights when we sing it today and, and you might think back to a Christmas gone by when we were allowed to hold candles in church and they gave us open flames and wax was dripping all over your hands. <laughs> and it was magical. And thank goodness it wasn't memorable when we burned down the church ever. And even the words, like silent night, all is calm, and it's never cloudy over the streets of Bethlehem, I'm not so sure about that. So sometimes the romanticized view of Christmas, the, the magical need that we believe Christmas can bring to our life to make things better, affects our life in such a way that we miss out on what truly makes Christmas magical and meaningful, and I want you to be on the right place, on the right path for this week. Because there will come a moment where you'll be so consumed with all the things to do that you'll forget that what's really magical and meaningful is not getting the water chestnuts wrapped in bacon just right. There's something more, something better that we need to hold on to, that we need to, to see to help guard our heart this week, to not be consumed by the magical of all the distractions and the romanticized view of what the world has, but what God wants us to take in. And to help you do that today, before we get into our song, I want you to see Christmas through the, the point of view of Mary. Mary, the mother of Jesus, Mary, the chosen one, Mary, who, who the angel Gabriel came to, to announce that you are the one who will have a baby, whose name will be Jesus, who will save his people from their sins. I want you to see it through the lens of Mary over the nine months of time, from the time she conceived to when everything was done on Christmas, that first Christmas, and get a picture through her eyes of what is taking place that really is meaningful and really is magical for Christmas. 
Luke chapter 1 takes us back to when Mary found out that God was acting and carrying out his plan of salvation. The angel Gabriel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Mary understood very clearly what the angel Gabriel was saying. You are going to have a baby. And yet Mary did not understand, comprehend, how. She knew it was impossible since she was a virgin. She knew she could not be pregnant. She knew there was no way that she could be pregnant with a child. And so Gabriel cleared it up for her. Gabriel made it very clear about what makes Christmas magical. It has nothing to do with the special dessert that you make. It has nothing to do uh, with having just the right decorations. It has everything to do with a miracle. That she would become pregnant by God's doing. See, Mary had nothing to do with Christmas being magical or meaningful. God did. That God made a promise, that God stepped in, that God acted, that God caused her to become pregnant. Yes, Mary is, is special in many ways, because she carried the Son of God, but she's no different than you or me because she's a sinful human being who needed that very Savior that she was carrying. He will be the Son of the Most High. He'll be called the Son of God. Mary knew very clearly from the angel's words what God was saying, what God was doing, was what made what transpired nine months later meaningful which the gospel writers record with two simple verses. Luke chapter 2, the famous words of the Christmas story, do not romanticize Jesus' birth in any way, shape, or fashion. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. Like the birth of Jesus is only recorded in two gospels, and the, the details of Jesus' birth only gets three verses. Matthew gives one verse. She had a child. They named him Jesus. Luke gives us two verses. The time came for the baby to be born. The due date hit, and she gave birth. That's it. It's not like this magical moment. There's not this romanticized scene. God doesn't paint this beautiful picture of how this birth was so different than every other birth in the manner of the birth itself. No. God wanted you and me to focus on the miraculous and not on all the fixings. Which Mary understood. Like if you go back nine months to after everything happens on that first Christmas day, Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. Like all the work you're going through to make this Christmas meaningful and magical might bring some memories that you hold on to. And that's not a bad thing. Like maybe it's baby's first Christmas. Maybe your kids are home for the first time or it will be for the last time altogether. Maybe it, it's something else that, that will give a great deal of meaning to, to this magical season of the year in your world. But, but I need you to understand, Mary understood very clearly what, what was meaningful and magical was what had transpired and happened. 
She treasured up all these things. Like she stored them away. She put them in her heart. She didn't want to lose sight of them. And then she pondered them. She thought about them. She came back to them. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was to be in Mary's shoes, I I think the things she'd have been treasuring up and pondering would have been from beginning to end, all that transpired from Gabriel coming to her saying, let it be as the Lord has promised it to be, to then all the chaos of, of of the day of finding a place to be. The baby arrives, she holds him in her hands, the shepherds show up, they start talking about angels in the sky, he is the son of God. What Mary pondered and Mary knew and Mary treasured was this truth. The miracle is what makes Christmas magical. Like the miracle of God in human flesh is what gives meaning and beauty to Christmas. The miracle that that God kept his promise and Mary was chosen to give birth to the Son of God, that he arrived safely, that that shepherds came because angels declared it and, and God revealed to, to, to others what had transpired and happened. The miracle is what makes Christmas magical. And I need you to have that on your heart this week. I don't want you to lose sight of that this week. All the other things you're doing can be great things. All the other plans you're making can lead to great memories. But please, please, please don't believe that those things are going to change your life on December 26th, are going to change the world. The magic of Christmas will take all the chaos out of your life, the brokenness of our world, the lack of peace that we have on January 2nd after the holidays are over. Like you would be misguided to believe that anything that can happen this Christmas is magical in the sense of what it means for eternity. Again, listen to the definition of magical. Beautiful or delightful in such a way as to seem removed from everyday life. What transpired in Bethlehem was not everyday ordinary life because the baby born was conceived by God's doing and the baby in the manger, the miracle in the manger, is the magical thing that makes Christmas meaningful. And that's what I want you to see through the, in the next few minutes is found in the words of one of the most famous Christmas songs of all time. The miracle. Like Franz Gruber, as he wrote the song, The Miracle. Uh, as beautiful as the melody is, as it was played by a guitar, a romanticized version of how the organ didn't work that night, and they played the guitar, and it was so beautiful and heavenly. The lullaby that it is, all those things are great, but I want you to see this song through a different lens Focusing in on how the songwriter understood the miracle is what makes Christmas meaningful because the miracle is what gives you and me the opportunity and only way to be removed from this life and get to the next. Because that's not our doing, that's God's too, that's a miracle. So let's ponder, like Mary, the things of Christmas that are found in Silent Night. Verse 1 tells us this. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. Round yon virgin, mother and child, holy infant, so tender and mild. Sleep in heavenly peace. Sleep in heavenly peace. 
Now the word round means around the virgin in that area. Yonder means over there. The songwriter is, is drawing your attention to the scene. Over there, around, you'll find the virgin, mother and child. And then he narrows in on the miracle. Holy infant. Holy. Without sin, infant. Perfect, infant. Tender and mild. Innocent. Perfect. That's the miracle. That God was in human flesh. That a baby could be born into this world unlike any other baby ever born sinful without sin to do what you and I needed to be done. The only way that there would ever be possible for us to experience heavenly peace. Holy infant. Like the song was written in the 1800s in the midst of a world that was broken. Like the, the hymn writer lived in Austria and as he wrote this song there were diseases that were ravaging his country. There were wars that were taking people's lives. Uh, there was upheaval from a government standpoint. There's mass chaos. There's no peace. And the songwriter understood and how so many people in the season of Christmas gravitated for this desire for the magical, the peace, the, the no more brokenness. But the only way for no more brokenness is through a miracle of a baby who could rescue you and me for eternity. The miracle of a holy infant makes Christmas magical, beautiful, for you and for me for eternity. Verse 2 Focus our attention on more of the magical. Shepherds quake at the sight. <laughs> Over the hills and outside of Bethlehem, the shepherds see an angel in the sky. They shake in terror. Then the sky is filled with more angels. That is magical. That is not normal. That is extraordinary. The magical declared and announced the miracle. The beautiful sight that the angels were for those shepherds was second on the list, however, to what the shepherds saw in Bethlehem. Heavenly hosts sing, Alleluia, Christ the Savior is born, Christ the Savior is born. The miracle. The promise was kept by God. The one who you and I need came to earth, a Savior is born. The miracle is what makes Christmas beautiful and magical. The angels were a part of that miraculous sight the extraordinary of that day, so that you and I wouldn't miss out on what gave it true meaning, which is in verse 3. And I just want you to think about it again as we look at verse 3 through the lens of Mary. Like, you know what Mary never celebrated? Christmas, like you and I do. Like, she probably celebrated Jesus' birthday. Like, everyone celebrates a birthday. But it didn't get romanticized. It probably didn't turn into an over-the-top uh, dinner and meal that, that everything had to be just right and just perfect to give meaning to what his birth was. Like Mary no doubt understood that. She would want us to understand that. And Franz Gruber, who wrote the song in verse 3, understood the magic, the magical of Christmas. Son of God loves pure light. Radiant beams from thy holy face with the dawn of redeeming grace. For 4,000 plus years, God's people waited. They waited and they waited 
to hope that they might see the sun arrive. It's like a new day. Like when we get up in the morning, darkness goes away, the sun comes up, and there's something about that dawning that is magical at times, right? It's beautiful. I think we haven't seen the sun in like seven or eight days. We'd really like to see some of it right now. That would be extraordinary and magical in Wisconsin world. And the songwriter understood that the arrival of Jesus was the dawning of grace. Like God had promised it, God had guaranteed it, God had repeated it, but it had not yet happened. But when Jesus was born, the dawning of grace, the arrival of grace, which truly for you and me is a miracle. Like without the power of the Holy Spirit working faith in our hearts, we would not know God's grace. Without the amazing grace of God, we would not have eternal life with God. We would not experience the eternal life that God has in store and desires for each and every one of us. But at Jesus' birth, the miracle of his arrival led to a miracle for you and for me, forgiveness, redemption, eternity. So that one day we could experience the same thing the songwriter described. The radiant face of God. To get to hear the angels sing praises to God. To get for you and me removal from the broken world to experience life like we've never seen here on earth on the streets of heaven. See, the miraculous, friends, and I want you to hold on to this this week, makes every Christmas meaningful. If you don't get the lights right, if you don't get the, the recipe right, if you don't get all the gifts that you want, if not everyone sings kumbaya and hugs it out and, and forgives for old wrongs, all those things, while they might be great, are not the thing that will give your Christmas the ultimate meaning, the ultimate purpose. His name is Jesus Christ. The miracle of his birth is what makes Christmas meaningful, the miraculous of a holy infant, the very Son of God, declared by the angels, bringing grace to earth so that you and I might, by God's grace, end up in heaven. That, that miracle in the manger makes Christmas and every day for you and me magical. And I pray we'll make this Christmas meaningful. The Apostle Paul knew that. Like the Apostle Paul in Galatians chapter 4 said, when the set time had fully come, when God's plan went into action according to his timing and his purpose, he sent his son. God did it. He worked a miracle, born of a woman, born under the law to redeem those under the law. That is a miracle for you and me that Jesus lived perfectly, paid the price, and God gives us what, what he did so that you and I get what he deserves, eternity with God, so that we might receive adoption to sonship. Like the miracle that you saw up here in the baptismal font today, the miracle that, that God worked when he created faith in your heart, the miracle connects you back to the manger. And the manger, my friends, that miracle is what makes Christmas magical. And I know you'll probably be tempted, like Clark Griswold, to, to do anything and everything to make this Christmas meaningful, maybe work a little magical as well. 
And when you get tempted and, and all that work leaves you distracted and frustrated and overwhelmed, maybe this week just stop and pause and remember those words. Or play Silent Night, a song that directs us to the miracle, the holy infant, tender and mild, so that one day we might have heavenly peace. Let's pray about that. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word and your promises. We're going to sing in just a few seconds this amazing song that redirects our eyes to the skies, the shepherds quaking, but more importantly, the miracle. The miracle found in the manger. Lord, may this week focus our attention on that because we know that what happened in the manger, that miracle, is what makes Christmas magical and will bless us with a meaningful Christmas. Lord, we pray for this in Jesus' name. Amen.